How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? It's been so long. I feel like it's been a month. Well, it's been so long since we recorded together. I, I was like, I was like, not, just talk not, to you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, but to, no, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's the same, but it's not, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's cool to be back. Well, welcome everyone to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And today's a question episode. Yes. I, and I have them written down, hopefully. Okay, perfect. If you <laughs> for don't, easy just make access. it up. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I know. But these are really good. So I don't want to, but I do actually have them. Perfect. Um, before we jump into your questions, do yeah. you have any updates since it's been a month? Oh, um, yeah. I sold my condo and I'm looking Woo-hoo! for a house. Congratulations, guys. This is so exciting. Exciting. I know. I, Iris, I, know. I just Iris, love when everybody moves. Well, well, also because your plan totally worked to get me into the suburbs, which I never would have thought it would. So congratulations. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yeah, one person at a time. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Julie will be next? No, Jen is moving to the suburbs next. Oh, that's Julie, right. Yeah. Julie is still in denial. So okay. she'll just She's still to- in denial that she's going to have a child in a high rise. She well, I don't think she's gonna live in high rise. Like I think she's gonna have a child in Lincoln Park, and oh, then gosh, no. like realize no, like no. that's a horrible idea. I was <laughs> looking yesterday, and there was this couple. Well, I already told you this story, but I'll tell it on the sh- on the show. So, um, or on the podcast. I don't know if this is a show, um, uh, but it's a conversation with friends. Yeah, there we go. Because I'm also unloading my dishwasher right now. Just so everybody knows. So if you hear oh, so noises, oh, we can definitely hear noises. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> the sound picks up everything. Um, but anyways, so um, yeah, I encountered a couple who were like, "Yeah, oh, oh, they like spotted Maya, my dog, and were like so into hanging out with her. Oh, we have a oh, dog she's too. Gorgeous. And uh, my parents, you know, are much more extroverted than me, which is so interesting because they. What I find about extroverted people is they love to talk to strangers and I'm like, I don't know you and I don't feel safe because I don't know you. So I'm like, not going to talk to you as a stranger, but my parents have no sense of that at all. I don't know if they're safety cues or just, I don't know, but I have another friend who does that too. So I think it's just extroversion. So they're like, I'm just standing there letting them pet my dog, not saying anything. And they're like talking to them. Right. So, Oh, are you looking at the house too? And blah, blah, blah. And what's going on with you and all this stuff. And Oh, and I think go- it's probably nice for them to see like another young person. Cause I think that that's like the scariest part about moving to like some, well, no, this is my than- parents, not the couple. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is my parents <laughs> talking to them. No, this is what I mean. So, so they're good. like, they're like, oh yeah, my my th- my mom goes, this is my favorite grand, but baby <laughs> dog, and dad's like, yeah, my daughter's taking really good care of her. Oh, I know my that God. he's never they're said so that. Proud of you. I know. And then they're like, so what are you guys doing here? Are you seeing the house too? And they go, and so then then the couple starts speaking because they're so interested in my. They don't give a shit about my parents, but yeah. Um, they they say, oh, but Maya yeah, is also like seriously gorgeous. Yeah, like, they're like literally the beautiful most beautiful dog. She, she is. is. So they're like, oh yeah, we're just looking for something bigger. Oh, where do you live? Oh, we live in Lincoln Park, and it's just a lot. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I feel the same about the city. Um, especially if I lived in Lincoln Park. Gosh, I don't even live like in Lincoln Park. But um, and then they're like, yeah, and we want like a a lawn for our dog. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's probably same. a million like, people. Too. 
Yeah, but you know, I just said this in my head because in my head, I'm like, why are we talking to strangers this entire time? And can when can we leave and stop talking to strangers that I don't know? You know, I'm like really weird. I think that I can be like a person who will gladly talk to strangers because sometimes I no, talk I to mean, anyone. No, I mean, I think there are extroverted parts of you, Iris. I think this yeah. is why. And also you don't, maybe you have different safety cues. Like I don't innately trust people when I don't know them. I, I, I start from a place of, I don't know you and you, and, and I, so I don't trust you. It's not that I innately distrust you, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I I, typically when I'm, when I'm, and I think it's when I'm under stress or I'm fearing vulnerable. So like, you know, looking at houses and like, how's it going to go and all this stuff. So I'm sure that's part of it too. Um, but it was like the same thing. I went, um, on a trip with a friend a few years ago and she would do the same thing. She would talk to strangers while we were traveling. And to me, like having done a lot of solo travel, I do not engage with strangers unless I like get, I, I don't know, because it just doesn't feel safe to me. Yeah. But maybe like if I'm at a bar eating or something, I might, you know, I, I have to get a sense. Totally. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My friend was just like, so, and I had the same feeling that I did with my parents. Like, why are you talking to these strangers? I don't want to do this. <laughs> when can I leave? Like now, now, what about now? now? What about now? Is it rude if I just walk away and they're still talking to them? Like what? So, um, but it's, it's really helpful because, uh, the first house we looked at, I was walking my ex, I was waiting for them and they got there, um, because they were running a little bit late. Um, but they got there and were like talking to a neighbor and the neighbor like was driving by and was like, Hey, are you looking at the house? I might be your neighbor. And then like, <laughs> so, so then my mom like struck up a conversation with them. And then, so I went and met them and then my dad started talking to her. And then as I'm walking, my mom goes, just so you know, there's water, like the way these houses are built, they're running like on an angle and there's water. So blah, blah, blah. Like she got all the skinny on the house. It was hilarious. I love that though. See, that's, the, that's the so it's great about going with somebody who'll talk to strangers. You'll find out right. all the details. Right. No, it was, it was totally great, but it's just, it's just funny differences in people. Right. Totally. Um, um well, so what's I'm new with you? To... Oh, sorry. I'm interrupting. Oh, nothing. I was just saying I'm happy for you that you're that you're looking and that yeah. I hope you find something amazing. Yeah, um, me too. If not, I'm living in your basement, I think, right? Isn't that the plan? I mean, I don't know if you want to live down there. There's a teenage <laughs> boy, so you have to kind of decide what's going to work best for you. Is there – you have a bedroom down there. Is that where he is in that, in yeah. that bedroom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the houses I'm looking at today, that's how it's designed too. It has a basement with a bedroom and like a half bath. And I'm like, that would be perfect for guests because – It is. The other two bedrooms on the upstairs – this is one on Crane that I really like because, of mm-hmm. course, Iris and I – our conversation yesterday was all about houses – because Iris is an expert now because she's been a homeowner for uh, <laughs> almost a year 13 and a half. months. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's almost, but yeah, yeah, almost a year oh, well, and a half. There you go. Yeah, so she she's an expert, um, which is kind of true. Like, it does take well, having your, your, I your, also your... looked for a house mm-hmm. in this area for like three years. You did, so. you're right, right. So, I, so I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. I mean, and especially you have such recent experience. And it's so funny because this house, too. I actually talked to my parents about literally what Mike said about getting a contract, like a, a, a roof estimate, because I'm wondering about the roof. But anyways, um, so the one that one has like two bedrooms on the first floor, but they're kind of smaller. So it's uh-huh. like I might be able to fit a bed in one and then like all my other crap in the other. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's perfect. Then the guest bedroom will be the one downstairs. And then they'll have like a whole separate space, which is kind of cool. 
yeah, literally whenever Mikey's here, like he loves it. We don't like bother him. And honestly, also like it's an older house. Like most of the houses out here are. Mm-hmm. We don't hear him either when he's like screaming so at his video amazing. game. So, Do you sometimes forget he's there? Like, oh, wait, I think we have Mikey this weekend. I mean, no, because like we all <laughs> have to share a kid. We all have to share a kitchen. Okay. So like we see him for that. And like we our basement is also like it's in the basement, but we hang out a lot in our basement as like a family room. Uh-huh. So it's where our TV is because we don't have one in our living room. Yeah. So. You know, that's something I've been thinking about, but I don't know. I'm a big TV watcher. I think I need a TV on each floor, which is really uh, a lot. I know it's no, no, extra, okay. but. No, we, um, we're probably, th- we're thinking about getting a TV for our living room for when people come over for holidays and stuff. Because like yeah. I said yesterday, Mike's grandma can't go into the basement. So right, it would be nice right. if there was a TV. We just, we had one. Why would you want to talk to her? It. You should be like, here, I mean, watch something. Entertain yourself. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. I mean, but. honestly, we talk to them all the time. But sometimes it's like, uh, if people come over on like a Thanksgiving holiday or something. Yeah. There's always like a football game on and people want to oh, watch it. So I forgot we, about sports. Yeah. Yes. And we have an open, thing. We yeah. do. And we have an open concept. And that's kind of the reason why I wanted an open concept is so that we could like entertain. Yeah. And, not like, from cook. watching all the HGTVs. Uh, I episodes mean, that say this well, is now an open floor concept plan but you know it's like coming out of style now um people don't love them anymore so like but I because they like, hate people now and and because of coronavirus why. they're yeah. like, <laughs> like it's probably why I, I love it they're like, like oh so shit like, I don't want all this space I don't want to see everybody I always wanted like the option of being able to be like to cook and watch tv or like to cook and like talk to people while this and so like that mm-hmm. part of it is very nice um mm-hmm. if you're like a person who enjoys having people over which I know you do too so, but not that you should buy an open concept but I like it has its benefits and drawbacks like there's both but yes anyway we do have a tv upstairs it's in our bedroom it's a projector because we actually the projector that we had last summer oh, the one that you had outside you have it in your bedroom now yeah and we like uh-huh. actually nailed it to the wall it's very cool <laughs> when you come over oh. I'll show it to you okay very cool I like it so it's like a, it's just a very large screen television in our room now um but anyway yeah that's pretty much the only update which wasn't an update uh at all so I don't have an update I'm trying to think yeah well we're both uh we're both immune now we're both mutants because we've been we've been vaccinated and we we encourage we we, I think we are supportive and encourage of other people getting it who feel like they want to totally like if you feel like you want to I will say like I until I got the vaccine I had not heard of anyone like not having any bad symptoms from it but like I didn't really have any bad symptoms yeah me too I mean Um, I did wake up in the middle of the night because I just had it yesterday I did wake up in the middle of the night my arm was aching um but that was I mean it was it was fine okay I mean yeah I was just like that you'll get that from like any kind of fatigue is the word I would use fatigue I just kind of felt like like sometimes I felt like someone's hit me with the semi truck Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it was like a semi truck it was like a small car, maybe a bike. Yeah, no, I would say more than a bike, but like maybe, maybe, maybe like, maybe a like an SUV. Bug. Okay, maybe like an SUV. A, like a crossover. Yeah, sure, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, I like felt totally fine. Like I like even okay, I that's feel, not like, true. You said you had a fever at one point. No, I had a fever from my fucking pink eye, which also oh. side alert everyone. I had pink eye, so no, no. You know, I I have to say, I I am less and less feeling sad that I can't take Maya to the dog park. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no, you you should be very glad. Katie gets pink eye every single time we go there. And this time she gave it to me. I 
did not have any reactions from the now it could be that I didn't have any reactions from the shot because I was already taking antibiotics from having pink eye so I will preface it to oh, say that yeah. and that wasn't you didn't have to disclose that so I wonder if that oh no I have... asked the doctor before I okay, even got that's my shot good. I said that's hey good. can I get because they do they do this? ask you well at least the questions they asked me were like have you had any vaccines have you had COVID like you know they ask you those standard questions but well, that's yeah. good. I would have asked you, but I know some, I bet some people would have been like, I don't care. I want the shot. I'll take no, no, the I, risk. Well, cause I don't want to die. So I was like, is it okay if I like, uh, an yeah, I mean, dying is, is like uh, a good thing to avoid. That's like a, that's a goal. Mm-hmm. Hashtag goals. That's why I was like, if I'm, uh, I, t- I asked you the first thing. Cause I, I started the antibiotics the same day that I got the, t- the shot mm-hmm. and I asked her, I said, is it okay if I still get the shot today or should I reschedule? And she was like, oh no, it's fine. Um, Because it's not a vaccine, it's just antibiotics. And so, yeah, so that's different. But that's so interesting because they tell you not to take Tylenol or ibuprofen before you get the shot. So you would think antibiotics are stronger than that, but I guess they're different. So it's yeah, not I don't like know how a they're pain different. relief. I don't know. That's true. It's not a pain relief. It's just like an entirely different. Yeah, but you would think. I mean, to me, like I think antibiotics are stronger, but whatever. I mean, I think you got to trust like... the people that I've like studied this stuff. Totally. And I think that the, um, well, I guess you don't have to, but I, you don't I like to. to trust them. But I think that what's in there though is, is more like, I think they tell you not to take that because it has an inset in it, which is different than it was. An oh yes, that's right. Okay. Because yes, I have a, I have a client who's like allergic to NSAIDs and I, so I, rem- I had to, yeah, I had to learn what those were, but I don't remember. So that was yeah, helpful. And she... I'm glad I learned what they were to forget. Totally. Just to, well, just to help your person. And yeah. I, so I told the person giving me the shot and she was like, oh yeah, that's fine. I even asked her, I said, can I take a Tylenol when I leave? And she actually said, yes, take a Tylenol and actually drink this entire bottle of water that we give you. So that's what I did. Well, yeah, you can take it after. I took Tylenol after. Actually, when I woke up, uh, I took a Tylenol because. Yeah. So when you think about it, like, is there, like, if I popped a Tylenol, like, right before I walked in versus, like, right after I left, is there a huge difference? I'm going to say probably not. Like, it takes you time to metabolize things. Anyway, we're not doctors. I don't know. But we're both vaccinated. <laughs> Very nice. Um, anything else? I listened to, like, Sense and Sensibility before I went to bed last night. And I would highly recommend if you have Audible. It is a good listen because they have like sounds of horses and dogs. Oh my gosh. Greenery. This is like the original book, Sense and Sensibility. You've never mm-hmm. read it before? You didn't have to read it for school? I, so read, yes, but I've never listened to an audio production of it before I went to sleep, which was quite great. It was like more than watching the movie, less than having to actually read it. So it was like a nice in between. Mm. And so I have like, oh, right now, if you have Audible, this is not an ad. The entire collection of Jane Austen books is a part of the Audible Plus Plus catalog, so which okay. is free. So you can okay. download all forty-five hours. Wow! Of the Jane Austen collection and listen to them at your leisure. Yeah, I I have lots of feelings actually about that book, but um, we can we can talk about we can talk about that time. another time. Yeah, I mean, is, do you have lots of feelings in general, or is it like lots of feelings because no, you're twenty-one. No, no, I've always had feelings because of the context of my life and and just what I think about the characters and the way they're written. Do you hate them? You know, it's more about who I identify with, but also how they're, like how I think culture and society portray into this idea of like, which should you be between the sisters, more of sense or more of sensibility? Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I definitely, like in the book, I mean, it, it, it's obvious, right, that sense wins, sense is better. But I relate to the character who has sensibility and ends up with the much older guy that she's sort of has to be with because she's really depressed and <laughs> she like gets go I think she she gets ghosted by the guy she likes or whatever mm -hmm. I can't remember um so I really relate to that but it's such a tragic ending but the thing is is I think there is something beautiful about having these highs and lows but then as I've grown into learning more about how to regulate <laughs> within my nervous system I get the sense of like trying to have more balance but um I think it's one of those books that makes women look a little bit crazy, which I think is unhelpful in our society. So, um, but yeah, I think over the years I felt differently about it, if that makes sense. I don't know if any of it does based, no, based it on does. you reading the book, but um, I think the one who's like more on the sensibility side, they're, they're making it seem like something's wrong with her when I think it's really society that's wrong. And that's what's creating her to be so all over the place. And um, also sort of in this really romantic fantasy that doesn't exist. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what we're taught as women to believe is going to happen in our lives. Um, and that's actually not what love is at all. No. So, uh, um, but somehow her sister just like has that sense like intuitionally, but like why there's no reason she should like, it goes against what culture and society tells us and, and what certainly at that time, what they, although I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you still married for love, even though that was probably early on that you married for love. But yeah, I just think it's interesting how they downplay one sister. They, they sort of say the other sister knows, but how, how are they supposed to know these things? They're not taught to them. I mean, so, I feel like that's like, I think why I always think it's, I think it's probably my favorite of her books. And I mm -hmm. think that like I read it and I think we're reading the same things, but I think that maybe, maybe we're, maybe we're sense and sensibility. Cause like, I think I read it a little bit differently. Like I, I don't find sensibility. I don't find the sister who's sensible, like has sensibility to be crazy at all. I kind of feel like, well, she loses out and, and they sort of portray her as like, well, if you can, if you could get your act together, you could be more like your sister I mean, and your sister you get, as, gets what she wants. But do you think of it as like, if you get your act together, you can you can win or if you play this game that society has like made us have to play that you will that you will win because that's kind of how I take it like and I think well life is I, like I that understand too. but she ends up sort of losing out in the book but so I, and I think that that's literally like it's one of those books where I'm just kind of like yes like that is unfortunate but also not this is how it should be but oftentimes like you there is all of this even now wording about like you have to play the game like should you should mm -hmm. you do this and like I feel like it's an unfortunate reflection of society even then when this was written up until now like it is not great or right but I think that mm -hmm. that is like it seems very realistic and also very interesting that this book was written like when was it written so long ago over 100 years. 1800s so like and it's still very I think, right yeah, or... yeah 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 for sure I don't know exactly when but mm -hmm. yes and it's still so similar like I think that yeah. people like you, like there's so much to be like, we talk about this all the time, like even with things like thinking about how we think about, aside from our conversation yesterday, which was an interesting article, but just how you think about like global warming, like there's so much. That oh yeah, can... I have to send that article to you. I, do you know how I got it was I learned about a uh, daily a newsletter called 
anti-racism daily, which is really good. It, it like gives like short info? articles. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives short articles and then also like gives ways of action. Um, I found out about it through, I think the therapist listserv I'm on and she was talking about um, like one of the recent shooters in Georgia and like what we need to do about racism. And so if you're interested, I can send it to you. I don't know. I will totally read it. Cause I don't, I don't even know, like I've never even thought of it. So I'm just like, Oh, that's interesting. But anyway, it's a good, I think it's a great book either way. Mm-hmm. And no, I think it's I a good read too. It is like, I just think it's interesting how women are portrayed you know, in general, I'm always curious about that. So yes. And I think so too. I I don't, I guess I didn't interpret it this way that like, I felt like the author felt that she was wrong. Like, I guess I didn't read it that way. Well, I guess because of her fate. Yes. But Um, like also like, is that like that she thinks she's wrong or is it because she thinks that like this is the damned society that like, uh, <laughs> well I get what you're saying I I don't know that that's what the author's interpretation is either I agree but it's society and culture mm-hmm. that ends up I mean she ends up with the fate she ends up yeah. with. so I don't know that I'm putting that on the author I think she is showing and, this is what it's like yeah. and I don't know that she's saying she agrees right. but I'm just saying this is a result of what happens in culture and society yes. And the woman loses, and this woman in particular loses out. Totally. And so that's like, that's why I think like I read it and I think it's so interesting because like, I don't think the author is like, and so therefore, like, because this woman is set, like has the sensibility and like feels so strongly about things like she is wrong and crazy. I think it's like, and it, unfortunately, no, society yes, does totally. that. Totally. To and her. I feel like if people like, I, I wish, like, I think if people were to read, it's kind of like, um, when you watch things and you're like, oh my God, I had no idea. Like if you think about it in terms of race, like when people learn new things or, oh, okay. Like what you just told, I, which I didn't even put two and two together with that. Like about how sometimes like, um, like, is it, was the article saying that like sometimes white privilege can lead to this, like to your outlook on global warming? Is that kind of the gist of the article? Um, so I'm sending it to you right now. Climate anxiety is an overwhelmingly white phenomenon. Okay. So like is the title of the article. So it's like one of those things where So it's like basically white white people are taking up the space of climate anxiety and it's around their privilege that they haven't had to deal with issues around climate nearly as much as people of Indigenous color. Indigenous people. Sure. So like I'm going like, to yeah. I have not read this yet, so I'm going to read it, but like just off the face of what you said, I feel like it's one of those <clears> things where we would be like, "Wow, I never really thought of it that way at all." And even like as a person of color, right. I've never it's kind thought of, of that like way. when it's kind of like when politicians, you know, I'm not sort of trying to be political here, but I totally am. So I'm going to I'm sort of sarcastic, but it's kind of like when politicians like want corporations to be involved in everything to support them. But then all of a sudden when they are they don't agree with them or like, well, corporations shouldn't get involved. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So white people are like, climate's fine. Climate's fine. Oh, no. Now it's affecting me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so anxious. We have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I think that's part of what they're saying, because indigenous people who have been protecting like 80 or 90 percent of all of our resources, I think, is like the percentage or something. It's fucking crazy. They've known this for thousands of years um, from Europeans and particularly, you know, the UK. Well, I think that. So yeah, like to to your point, like I I think exactly, like I think it's one of those things where it's like you stumble upon the truth. There was some book that I read where that happened. Like I don't remember, it was about work, but right, it, yeah, like and that's kind of how I feel about right. The- it's the same thing of like white people with forest bathing. Like all of a I sudden, oh my gosh, bathing. this is amazing. <laughs> oh my 
my gosh, force bathing. I am a force you know, bathing like, connoisseur. Um, I like, like <laughs> force bathing has been around for a long time, dude. Uh, but it's probably not called that. Like, but I'm like, <laughs> no, I think actually the Japanese do call it oh, that. Okay. Um, it, so I think, you know, and but I think it, I don't know if the Japanese, like it's in their culture, but I don't know if there's an earlier origin than sure. that. I don't either. Um, but, but anyways, like, yeah, it's, I think the point is, is white people tend to, when they get involved, they take over the space and they, they don't make room for others. And that's, that's a real mm-hmm. problem. So like, I think yes to everything you said. And then on to sense and sensibility. I think like, that's why people keep reading these books over and over again, like throughout these hundreds of years. Because it's like every generation of women can be like, oh, like it's, you know, I'm like, yeah, well, it it talks about the history of how women have been treated in culture and society, right? right. And then also it just like, so I think that is important to be like, and and honestly, some things have not changed and that will, you know, (laughs) like, is that like, and I think sometimes there are, there is like, not now, I think, but like, I do think that like, if you're reading this in the 1950s, there was probably like a lot of girls who were like, well, yes, if you just do everything correctly, then you will be fine. And then you get these like, you know, madmen husbands. And who's here's the other and, like, thing. Are horrible. Well, right. And I would that's what I was gonna say is here's the other thing. You're seeing this in one moment in time. It would be wonderful to see these sisters ten years later, mm-hmm. right? And to see like how the one sister's doing who, you know, got every she was a sense, right? I forget her name, but like who knows, maybe Edward, because I, I think that's the name of the character that she, she is really gallant in, that she marries the horse that rescues. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe he ends up being a douche, Probably. you know, like who knows. And then like this, this other guy really, really was in love with the sister and doted on her. And so maybe she's like come to really appreciate and love him in this long, you know, cause I think love in a long-term relationship is very different. And that's why we see a lot of arranged mm-hmm. marriages actually have better outcomes oh, yeah. than marriages for love. And also you so, see you know, who knows? 10 years like, later, um, it could be a total reverse. Sure. And then you see these like, re- or, or also maybe they're both just fucking happy and they found their happiness in different ways, which yeah. I also think is yeah. like a really interesting thing. Like, I, I think that it is hard for people sometimes to be like, you know, you don't, you don't have the same love story that I have. So therefore you must not really be in love. And I just feel like that's really, that's so, so true. I think, you know, so like true. you, we can all get to where like everyone's marriage, everyone's relationship, everyone, how they got there is so different. Even just when I think about my friends. And how it progresses yeah. and it's not about winning mm-hmm. or losing or comparing and what everything's different. Like, what do you need in this relationship? Like, you know, yeah. that's why every, you know, every, every square has its hole. <laughs> I know <laughs> I was gonna say because I don't know what your timeline is okay so here's the first question um or here's a question for today um so this is an am I the asshole question I love those okay am I the asshole for refusing to remove my tattoo for my girlfriend because of the oh name God, so I remember already one. a very interesting question Okay, I, 26 male, have been going with my girlfriend over a year. This is the first time she brings up being uncomfortable with it, and she didn't want to say anything before. So when I was 18, my ex-girlfriend and I had a baby boy. He was so most he was the most beautiful little boy I have ever seen and so small. I loved him the minute he was born. My boy was born premature, and he was in the NICU. He didn't make it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Or he didn't make it, though. It was hard, and it messed me up for a long time. Sometime after my son passed, I got his name tattooed on my chest with his birth date on it. My girl didn't see it right away, obviously because I'd have to be shirtless for anyone to see it. I told her the story for the first time she saw it. 
Now she says it's been bothering her for a while. Didn't want to say anything before because she thought she would get over it. The problem is my son's name is her ex's name and he was horrible, like pure evil. And she went through a lot to get him out of her life permanently. So seeing me with his name on my chest always reminds her of him. And she's asking me to get it removed. My girlfriend says she knows it's my son's name at all. But sometimes when we're at the beach and I'm shirtless or we're showering together or about to get into it, she sees my tattoo and her mind goes to him. I told her I don't want to have it removed. It means something to me having my son's name on me because it's not a part of my life in any other way. I try to be sincere and understanding because I know her ex was uh, shit, but my girlfriend is still mad at me. She said she thought after being open and honest about her feelings that I take that into consideration and I'm being an ass basically for not wanting to give her this comfort at least. But I don't know what I could do. My son's name happened to be your ex's too. We can't change that and um, I'd still like to keep my boy's name. Am I the asshole? What do you think, Iris? Are you still there? Uh-oh, I think I lost you. Iris. Okay, hey. I'm back. I did hear your question, and I don't know why you could not hear me. But Oh, okay. Um, well, but we don't know. I mean... No, no. When? I think it was just a me thing, and it the whole thing recorded. I think okay. it was just like I could hear you. You could not hear me. Right, I think so it was you'll just work my phone. your editing magic later on. Then, uh, yeah. Meaning, I'll just combine these two. I think it's okay. okay. Right. <laughs> but, um, so no, I don't think this guy is an asshole. Um, I would not get that tattoo removed, and I don't even know if I, I. I think I would feel like if I was the girlfriend, like I would definitely feel like upset or like oh this is triggering to me but I don't even know if I would ask I feel like dead child trumps abuse like asshole boyfriend at least in my mind Mm. um like I just would not feel comfortable telling someone to take their dead child's name off of them to make me feel better gotcha okay yeah I don't know that I can take a side oh okay good I think that um yeah, because I see both sides of it. And I just think it's one of those situations that's a really shitty situation. That sometimes you can't come to a definitive decision. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, um, I, I'm thinking of, like, you know, a client I work with who didn't like that her, her partner had any tattoos. She really didn't like tattoos. And she pretended like she was okay with it, but she really mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. Um, or like I was dating somebody who smoked cigars and I, when we were friends, he asked me, Hey, maybe we should date. And I said, no, because you have a motorcycle, Mm -hmm. which I don't like, and you smoke cigars. And guess what? Those were the two things that when we did end up dating made it not work. Right. (laughs) Because yeah, I just, it bothered me a lot and I would get really hyper controlling around how much, and it was too much. I just, Yeah. So I think, I think it's fair that sometimes there are things that bother you, even if they're not reasonable, they just Uh bother you. You cannot help it. Totally. And so I'm guessing that maybe is a situation. What I don't like is that she assumed that he was going to do something. And I'm putting that in air quotes as I say it, because what is he going to do besides remove it, which is a lot to ask. Yeah. Of some, you know, when you have a child that passes, like, it sounds like that's his way of honoring his child. Mm -hmm. And that's so important in the grief process. So, I mean, maybe she could talk to him about alternatives. But um, I think 
sometimes, again, this is a situation where I think he was a little put off that she even asked and she was a little put off that he wouldn't even consider it or that he wouldn't do it. And so now they're sort of both stuck in this stubbornness around how they feel about it. And I don't know if they can, if there's really anywhere to meet in the middle other than like, okay, I'll wear a shirt during sex. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess that could be a possibility. Well, I think that also like for me, I think just like you said, I think that I, I could never, I Mm -hmm. like, if you had a, like a dead dad, that's name was like Mark, which is like, I have a horrible, like abusive Mm ex-boyfriend and it was tattooed on you. I would be like, man, like I still have a lot going on with that. And I need to figure out like how I can move past this. There's people named Mark out there in the world. So I see. So you would feel like that was more on you than making the other person. That's what you're saying. Well, because, uh, because of the fact that like, okay, if you just like, like, if this is just like, for instance, you have a random ass tattoo on you, like it's random. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still don't know if I'd go about, like, asking somebody to, like, change something on their body. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of think if we think about this in reverse, like, as a feminist ourselves, like, if, if a man were asking her to ch- remove her dead child's name from her body, it would be really offensive. So I try to be, right, right. like, very, like, I try to think that way, like, is this fair? And I just think that if it were him asking her to do it, it would seem very egregious. And so, like... I just think when you think about like somebody's child dying, like their child is dead. I I can't imagine me opening my mouth to like, to even have this conversation. And I'm not saying that she's wrong. I'm not saying that I'm just saying, well, I mean, I give her credit for doing it because honestly, it sounds like it's affecting their relationship if it's triggering her that much. So I think it's good. But the problem is the expectation that he's going to remove it, which is what she assumed would happen. This is like super tough for me to see because, you know, my ex-boyfriend, you know, Dan, um, it's like really difficult because like, you know, when I see it, it does hurt. So like, it's something that like, I'd love if we can like figure out, like you said, Maybe we could try, like, maybe I'll work on some stuff on my end through therapy, through, like, some, you know, cognitive behavioral training or, like, the work that you do that can kind mm-hmm. of help with past past images and past yeah. traumas. I mean, sure. sometimes I really, I really stand behind that that could just be a trigger. Like, yeah, she could do all of her own work and that could just be too close to home for her. Totally. But I, but if she isn't, then yes. I mean, I do think it's... To just put it on him, I think, is unfair. But we don't well, know, obviously, that... where she's, like, her story and everything. Sure. So. And I kind of also just feel like the, even if I don't think that she's I, – I, I would hope to never do this. Like, I, like, when I hear it on its surface, it sounds – Yeah. Like, it, just like an ask that I wouldn't do just because mm-hmm. it's surrounding – child death death. yeah I I feel very like that's just it's it's hard to think of a worse thing than that (laughs) yeah like I I just like I couldn't imagine myself doing Mm -hmm. that now could I imagine myself being like I can't be in a relationship with this person because of that sure like I think it would be more like the own like what can I do like accountability to myself rather than like placing that on somebody who's lost a child which sounds like fairly recently right because it's like they sound like they were maybe even well he's 20 he is 26, and he said that this happened when he was 18, and okay. the baby didn't make it. Okay. So, and we don't know. I, it says, you know, this is the first time she's bringing it up. So it sounds like they've been together for some time, maybe a few years. I don't know. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that I would probably just, yeah, I think it would be, it's one of those weird situations where like, honestly, like, of course I would not get the tattoo removed if I were you. I don't think the person is an asshole. 
and I'm not trying to be an asshole myself, but like the behavior that you're describing, if it's a hundred percent accurate, at least to me would actually be my deal breaker because Mm -hmm. it seems like you don't care about me as a person. Like it, it's like your feelings supersede mine. Like your trauma is you're making it worse than mine. You're not coming to me at a place of being like, Hey, we both have traumatic events surrounding this. Like, how can we work together? It's like yours, you're putting yourself well above me, which you should as an individual, you have to, but like, I don't want to be with somebody where like you would actually want me to, to do that. Like where, and and you would be upset with me for having a hard time doing it. I think that that would Mm -hmm. actually just, as a, for me, even if I were to be like, okay with it at first, I think the more I thought about it, it would fester with me and it Mm -hmm. would make me feel like I was always going to be the one giving to you. And like, it was never going to be reciprocated. Like it would blow up in my mind. Like it would make me feel a certain kind of way, even beyond the situation. I'd be like, really annoyed because it's I don't think you're the asshole at all in my opinion I'm not saying she is either but it also sounds like you guys just might have one of those things where it's just potentially not going to work out like if neither one of you can budge and I don't feel like I don't want to say that she has to because I don't know what that person did to her I don't know what work she's already done maybe she's already done all she can do And I don't feel like you're ever going to get over the loss of your firstborn child, um, nor Mm -hmm. should you have to. So maybe it's just something that's not going to work. Yeah, we'll have. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes, you know, I think when you have a partner who's being really stubborn, you get kind of stubborn. So they might need like a third party to try Mm -hmm. to help them get out of that. But um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. If the only options are remove the tattoo or bust, then I feel like to me, that would be bust. Like, unless we can figure out some kind of a middle ground, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Unless, Any- like, maybe if it were my idea, right? Like, if I came to the conclusion of saying, like, well, I think that's what maybe- she was hoping was going to happen. And then yeah. when it didn't, was like, well, why aren't you going to remove this? I told you it bothers me. <laughs> or, like, even if I were to say, like, maybe if the name's Daniel and he was born in, like, May – Maybe I would you put could keep the date. birthstone. Yeah. The, yeah. Like maybe I well, would. Well, and, and for that. her credit, I might say like, you know, what are there other ways that we could look to honor him um, that you might be, that you might be okay with as an alternative, but. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, he could, to that same regard though, he could say, are there other ways that you can try to get over your past Oh, trauma? I agree. I and agree. I, but I feel like even saying that makes him sound like an asshole, which is why I'm like, maybe well, this is just not. I mean, like, I think you feel like she's kind of being an asshole for asking. So, you know, it's just, yeah. Are they going to be able to meet themselves and meet in the between? Because both of them sound like they're sort of insulted by the other at this yeah. point. I'm insulted by them, but well, by her. Sorry. Mm. I just, I don't know. Like people's babies dying makes me feel really like uncomfortable. I, I like just couldn't imagine. Yeah. Saying, no, like, I get I just, it. It's, it is uncomfortable. Um, but that's it. Do you, any other thoughts? I know this is like no. a little bit long. <laughs> so. No, I think that's good. You think it's good? Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we chit chatted for like a half an hour and talked about the question for 10 minutes, which is perfect. Perfect. That's exactly what we need. We'll talk yeah. about the other question longer. Or maybe we won't. I the, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. It was good talking to you. Bye. Bye. Bye.